Welcome to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese, a program that can help you become liberated in the modern world. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin W. Reese. All right, celebration. Hello, hello. Celebration is the ninth C of the Inner Peace Practice, and it's under the section of love. With me for this episode is Tina and Keisha. Hello. Oh, hey. Celebration. Why, why would celebration be important? And why would it contribute to inner peace? Well, because it's important to celebrate when you have some type of victory or milestone or just because mm, it's fun to celebrate. Like It's joyful. It's, yeah, joyful. And it's like it opens up your heart. Like your heart is open. You know, when you get around other people and you all have the purpose of celebrating and you're all coming together, you're raising your vibration. Everyone's coming together to raise a vibration. And this is significant. Keisha, you mentioned opening up the heart. It opens the heart. It raises the vibration. It's joyful. Everyone's coming together. Companions, friends, family, what have you. This is why it's under the section of love in the inner peace practice. This is love. It's part of your outer life. When you can get the right people together, magic can happen. But here's the thing. It has to be clean, right? Or it wouldn't be the inner peace practice. We have clean living as part of the purification section. So we're not talking about celebrating with alcohol here. We're not talking about celebrating with weed. We're not talking about celebrating with indulging in, you know, fried chicken and ice cream. Like we're talking about clean, clean, so that we can raise our vibration. There's a purpose to it. Celebration is dancing singing you know companionship talking it's 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 a thing with a group of people mm. and this is the part that may be confusing and that's we don't want to celebrate our ego when you start celebrating your ego you're only throwing fuel on the fire of what the problem is to begin with. Um, and what about birthdays? I know you think a birthday is an ego, so birthday. celebrating a birthday is a bad thing? Well, there is no good or bad. There's no okay. such thing as good or bad. Well, it's celebrating your ego to celebrate your birthday? It's absolutely celebrating your ego. Mm. It sure is. Because... Your age is its irrelevant to a certain point. It's not really celebrating your age. It's celebrating another trip around the sun. Mm -hmm. Celebrating that you made it this far. Mm -hmm. Celebrating that you're alive. 
Right. I don't celebrate my age like woohoo, I'm old. Or no. Right, but you you can do that tonight. Yeah, but celebration is life. It's celebrating life, and that should be done every single morning. Mm -hmm. Therefore, your birthday would become irrelevant. Keep in mind your inner life. There is no age. Therefore, there's nothing to celebrate. Maybe, maybe when you get older, it could become a little bit more big of a deal. Like when you hit 70 or 80. Maybe. But, ultimately, our birthdays, when we celebrate our birthday, there's a difference between acknowledging it and celebrating it. Mm-hmm. When you celebrate it, it strengthens the ego. And this is the thing that we're trying to dissolve. Mm-hmm. When you acknowledge it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. When my birthday comes around, I acknowledge it. It's not like, I, obviously the phone goes crazy, the Facebook goes not Facebook set it up to Right. Make your ego go crazy. <laughs> and people actually put a message the next day and say, I want to thank everyone for all the birthday love. <gasps> I'm so humbled. <laughs> That's ego. Yeah. That's false. That's a fake life. Facebook just tricked that person into thinking that all these people actually care about you. Mm. And that, you know, you're important. You're important. And this is brainwashed and socially engineered to us right away at our first birthday when they shove the cake down our throat. And we have the, you know, and everyone sings to us, oh, and all eyes on me. <laughs> and then we get older and, you know, you're four years old, five years old, and you crave your birthday. Mom, I want balloons at my birthday. I want cake. I want this. And it becomes I, 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 me, me, me. It becomes a thing. It's installed in us. It's a tradition. It's a ritual. And it's socially engineered to enhance our ego. So when we back away from that and we don't celebrate our birthday, this actually helps us start to dissolve the ego. There's other things to celebrate. There's way better things to celebrate than time. Remember, your inner life, there is no time, there is no age, there is no gender, there is no duality. This is all the outer life. The inner life, there is none of that. And you'll understand when you die. And hopefully you understand before you die. And that's the point of helping people with this practice and getting to inner peace. There's nothing wrong. Hey, happy birthday. I usually say congrats on another year. Mm -hmm. Congrats on another year. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You are alive every single morning. Mm -hmm. That's when you celebrate. Mm -hmm. Your birthday is irrelevant. It's another morning. What you're doing by celebrating your birthday is you're acknowledging that you have an identity. You're acknowledging your story. That 
my name is Joe, and I was born in June, and I da da da. Remember, we talk about like I talked about this at the seminar. We talk about what is ego, what makes up ego, importance, identity, and control. Mm. Importance, identity, and control. So the birthday contributes to the identity and the importance. The importance comes with the party. But every morning, you should celebrate. You're alive. You should celebrate every morning. And the best time to celebrate is after your meditation. You wake up, you do your meditation, and then you celebrate. Hmm. Do a dance, sing a song, whatever it is. If you wake up with the sun, like some of us do, then you have the birds. The birds sing the song for you. You go outside, and they're waking up with you. It's a celebration. You see, when you look at traditional celebration, people are just looking for an opportunity to party. Everyone wants to party. And we grow up with that, right? You get a good report card. Mom and dad are like, let's celebrate. Let's go to IHOP. Come on, everybody, get in the car. We're going to celebrate. Little Jimmy got bees. <laughs> like, never celebrated for bees. So now, <laughs> so if, they're, hey, if they're used to D's, bees, <laughs> you go to IHOP for bees. Right. <laughs> but, but listen, look, we're socially engineered. To celebrate for the wrong reasons. Mm. Always, always, always. It's always a celebration and it's always an excuse to get food. It's always an excuse to get alcohol. It's always an excuse to get weed. It's always an excuse to have sex. It's always an excuse for something. You don't need an excuse to have sex. (laughs) (laughs) The wrong catalyst. Mm -hmm. It's the wrong trigger, right? Celebration for the inner peace practice is meant to be based on celebrating life. Mm. It has something to do with gratitude. You're grateful for something and you're turning it into a celebration. One of the biggest celebrations after a death uh, in Eastern traditions, they you know, they they put the body on structure, like a bed. Yeah, like a mm-hmm. bed with flowers. Mm-hmm. And everyone comes around it, and everyone's sort of singing and dancing, and then they light the body on fire, mm-hmm. and the body burns, and you celebrate while the body burns. Mm-hmm. That's all I want my funeral to be. Yeah, well, I, I'm not so sure it's even legal here in America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll be here when I die, so. So unless we're going to ship you to uh, India or Nepal, mm-hmm. then uh, but the, that's what I've been saying on this podcast for, for a while now. The Eastern and Western worlds are different. Mm-hmm. And so celebrating death, because death is the most important event of your life. It's the most important event. You're forced into the light, the light that you weren't able to get during your life because you either didn't know or you didn't try. Mm. You either didn't know or you didn't try. I'm going to say it one more time. 
because you either didn't know or you didn't try. It's one or the other. Mm. You either, we're going for a fourth time. You, have, <laughs> you either didn't know that you had the capability to light up or you did it, know did and try. you just didn't try. And then when you die, you finally see it. Hmm. And if you didn't know, then you're like, oh, wow, this is amazing. And you drift away into a peaceful state. Mm. And if you knew but you didn't try, then you're like, damn, I, I should have tried this when I was 40. Mm. Oh, man. That's why it's the most important event of your life. You pass on. It's a transition. So, celebration is important. We just got to do it for the right reasons. The best is when you celebrate randomly, random Tuesday, four o'clock. You're at the park, and you just, oh, oh, just start dancing. You just, ah, hey, how you doing, man? You know, ah. You know? Have you ever got out of your car at a light and started dancing? I have never done that. Yeah, it's fun. You should try it. Is this back in your rave days? No, no. No. Jenna gets mortified. She's like, oh, my God, my friends might see you. I'm like, eh, whatever. It's fun. Sometimes you just got to get out and dance. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I said this on the episode for childlikeness. Is that we take life so serious. It's so serious. You work your job, you got your family. Everything's so serious. Everyone's wound up so tight. And your only outlet is when you have family celebrations. Mm -hmm. The barbecue, the birthday party, the bar mitzvah. The wedding. The wedding. I suppose wedding is worth celebrating, you know. Mm -hmm. Sure. I'm with you on that. Because I don't know if you'd be celebrating 10 years later. Yeah. <laughs> celebrating your divorce at that time. Might as well. Might as well get it in now. But it's a beautiful thing when two people come together and they... And they have a union. And they have a union, right. Become life partners. Yeah, yeah. But perhaps it's even more celebratory when... They hit their, you know, their 40, 40 year anniversary. You know, mm -hmm. that's like, wow. Yeah. But then you don't know who's acting. Okay. Mm -hmm. If some couples stay together and mm -hmm. they're not too happy, they're just acting. And they're just acting. And they're just Playing together. Along. Just right. together. Because I, I, I know um, a couple, I'm not going to say who, but I know a couple that was married for 40 years and for the last, 20 or no last 15 years of their marriage they weren't sleeping in the same bed right yeah. sure yeah it's so weird i never understood the same bed thing anyway what do you mean i wouldn't want to sleep in the same bed or someone why not no, why are you farting it on does me? get yeah, gets, i mean it's nice like in the winter I want somebody breathing and farting on me you don't know all of that when you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> the conscious eye, Keisha, the conscious eye. 
<laughs> Episode two, three. <laughs> Separate beds is good. No. But I understand what you mean. Mm-hmm. You know, they've grown apart. Mm-hmm. A lot of couples do. I mean, they loved each other. And that's because marriage is unnatural. Why is marriage unnatural? Mm. No matter, we unpack that another day. But mm. they loved each other. They just weren't in love with each other. Marriage can work. Yeah. It can work. But it's not natural. It's just like flying a plane. Flying a plane isn't natural. But are it works. If you, are you comparing if flying you, a plane if you to wanna marriage? Go, if you want to go from New York to L.A., you got to get on a plane. Mm-hmm. All right? It's not natural. So how else would you? You could walk there. That would be natural. Yeah, and then you'd probably (laughs) die on your way going there. (laughs) You'll never make it there. (laughs) We have to be careful with celebrating accomplishment. Mm -hmm. We have to be careful with that because it ignites the ego. I was going to say it ignites the ego. Like if you earned your degree. Right, 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 right. Right, right. Right. Everyone was saying, oh, have a party for your PhD. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Yeah, and, and it's funny because I used to celebrate all the time. And this is kind of what addicts do, what people do when they're looking for stimulation. When I was a cigarette smoker back in the day, there's no better time for a cigarette than after you accomplish something. Okay? You're working on a project on the computer. It takes two hours. Boom, you light up a cigarette when you're done. And it's like, ah. You know, this is why people smoke cigarettes after they have sex. Or there's that stereotype. You see it in movies and TV shows where they light the cigarette up. Not so much anymore, but of course, 15 years ago and before that, it was definitely a thing before cigarettes became taboo. But, you know, after that accomplishment, and people do it with food, right? You know, after, you know, a Little League game, you know, the kids go get ice cream. You know, it's an accomplishment. It's uh, They're given a gift. They're giving um, instant gratification. Yeah. People, they just, they want that celebration. Look at the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Fireworks. Mm-hmm. It's so inauthentic. It's so unauthentic. Because if it was authentic, they would do fireworks on the 4th of July only. But no, all week. Right, people all just, week. <laughs> people just want to blow things up. <laughs> they do it all, like, month or They all do summer, it the whole really. month. That's, right, um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not they so sure special. blowing things up is that fun. <laughs> I don't understand where fun comes in. It's mischievous. It's not fair to the animals. Yeah. Squirrels and birds aren't really appreciating that too much. Yeah, I don't appreciate it either. I don't great. know what's fun about lighting something and watching it go pop, 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 pop. That's some um, like ten-year-old stuff right there. Riverfest, they they blow up. They how about New Year's? Oh, yeah, New Year's too. It's a new year. Mm-hmm. So what? Time isn't even real. They invented it. We're, now we're celebrating something that isn't real. Now we're on some Santa Claus stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay? The calendar changed. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. 
should we celebrate it when June turns to July? They made the calendar up because it's a system. You need a system to hold society together. And they said, okay, January 1st will be the beginning. And we'll have a celebration on the 31st. Let's put Christmas two weeks or 10 days before or whatever it is. And it'll become a whole holiday season. It's great. It'll stimulate the economy. (laughs) (laughs) People that created the system have created it in such a way to manipulate people. And it works. It absolutely works. And it's always going to be that way. It's the same with the other ones. President's Day, Columbus Day, uh, even Martin Luther King's Day, which is a great acknowledgement, but it doesn't change. It's always on a Monday. Mm-hmm. It's always on a Monday. So what? Notice right. it's never really on his birthday. The American holidays are always Mondays, Sundays and Mondays. Except for Christmas and Fourth of July. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is always the last Thursday of the month. It's always the last Thursday of the month. Yep. It's structured in in a in a very strategic way. Mm-hmm. So we just have to be careful. The objective is to not stimulate the ego. This goes back to clean living when we talked about certain music and we talked about certain. You know, activity on social media, and we talk about certain movies and things like that. This stimulates. Mm-hmm. It stimulates our ego. It's the opposite of what we want. We want to go. We want to go into nothingness. We want to become nothing. And when you become nothing, you can actually celebrate better. Mm. And get to a place where you can. You know, dance with strangers, and uh, and it's not. It doesn't even necessarily have to be in a club environment. When people say dancing, the first thing they think of is clubs. 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 I dance in the grocery store. I dance or all over the place. The beach. You gotta always dance. I dance in the grocery store too. Okay. Yeah. Every store. Does your kid get mortified too? No, well, because, well, no, my daughter actually likes it. She thinks it's funny. But, like, um, I don't care. Like, I'm like, I'll push the cart, Mm -hmm. and then I'll start dancing in the store. Mm -hmm. And then she'll start laughing, and sometimes she'll dance with me. And and then other people will start laughing. Okay. Yeah. So this is great. So there's, there's, um, there's a book that came out many, many years ago. A novel, fiction novel, it's very important. It's called Zorba the Greek. Okay? And Zorba is a character, a Greek fella, obviously, who celebrated life. And, you know, he flirted with women, he danced, he sung, and then the other character that met him was, like, a little uptight. Mm -hmm. So he's just like, who is this crazy Zorba guy, you know? And so Zorba became 
representation of the outer life for a gentleman named Osho. And so he created Zorba the Buddha. And Zorba represents celebration and love and all this beauty you can have in your outer life. And then Buddha represents your inner life Mm -hmm. and your awakening and your meditation. There has to be a balance. And this is what most masters and this is what most gurus, they don't teach. They don't teach the balance. Because it it can get so serious. Oh, meditate for 15 hours a day and that's it. That's your life. Mm. And, you know, become a monk and become celibate and blah, blah, blah. But what Osho taught and why he broke down so many barriers was he taught both. Mm. And the inner peace practice does the same thing. And it goes a step further with purification to get there so celebration it's important really important if you go to Osho Meditation Resort in India Pune, India man they celebrate every August they have a festival they bring in bands Um, they encourage people to dance wherever Mm -hmm. you know you got strangers dancing and you got people singing and it's like a paradise, if you will. But then there's the meditation center, and there's this. Mm-hmm. So it's and you know, and then you, you you know they'll teach you Zen, Sufism, and you know all these uh, beautiful traditions, ancient traditions of meditation and and finding your inner self. And there's a balance between the two. There's a balance between the two, and we can still live in society if we can balance it. If we can balance these nine C's, we just have to memorize them, understand them, and then practice it. So how do you practice celebration? Well, you know, dancing, like you guys were just saying, dancing and singing make up a song you don't have to sing someone else's song make up a song I think right after meditation in the morning it's the best time to celebrate it's a new day it's a brand new day there's nothing better to celebrate than a new day and not only did you awaken it's not about you awakening Mm. that would be ego that would be identity or importance if it was just like oh I'm alive another day no, 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 no. Yeah, we want to get rid of your eye. Mm-hmm. The birds are up too. The squirrels are up too. So is is it everything in a whole? Everything. So the whole. You're only everything is awake. You're only part of a whole. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to come to realize that we're only part of a whole. And when you dissolve into the whole, everything becomes peaceful and beautiful. And, you know, and celebration is a part of that. So, you know, I like to sing the universe song. The universe song. I sent that to you once, mm-hmm. Tina. You know, the universe is singing a song. The universe <laughs> is singing along. The universe is dancing on the daylight. Like and it just repeats, and it's just... 
you know, that's when lyrics help. That's when lyrical music helps, when it's very uplifting and beautiful. You can sing it, and it's okay to get stuck in your head, mm-hmm. right? It's okay. I heard a song the other day at a store that I've heard many times in my past, you know, throughout my life, and it automatically stuck. And I was so annoyed because I'm like, I'm trying to stay away from this. I want to get away from that. But that just shows you how attaching the mind is that you can actually hear a song and it can get stuck in your head it's like I don't even want it in my head (laughs) make it go away and I can make it go away through meditation I can make it go away by even listening to something like the universe song Mm -hmm. because I don't mind the universe song being stuck in my head Mm -hmm. but I don't want like you know Baby, you're a cheater. I don't, want, I don't want none of that. Like, I smacked it from the back and you loved it. I don't want any of that in my head. That's all garbage. Oh, God. That's, this is part of clean living. That's all just social programming. So, you know, even a song like Row, Row, Row Your Boat is a good song. Funny. Sure, to so get the sunny song stuck in your head. That's good. <laughs> Speaking of Roll Your Boat, while I'm there, that's a very significant song. Mm-hmm. And, um, Life is but a dream. Yeah. Row, row, row your boat. The boat represents your body gently down the stream. Gently, not harshly. Gently. That means don't be so serious. Mm-hmm. Gently down the stream not up the stream mm-hmm. that means up the stream means struggle don't be so serious and don't try so much effort mm-hmm. don't go against struggle go with it mm-hmm. gently down the stream merrily 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 is happiness celebration mm-hmm. childlikeness this is the love the inner peace practice merrily 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 Life is but a dream. We're in an illusion. We're in an illusion. We think that we're somebody, but we're not. We think that we're somebody, but we're not. Like Jim Morrison used to say, it's all the same day, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm. Yeah. And we're just, we're trying to build our own legacy, and we're trying to reach, reach, reach. We're all reaching. We're all reaching, trying to get the carrot. Ah, I'm trying to get the carrot. I'm trying to get the carrot. Everyone's reaching. I can almost, I almost got it. Oh, my fingertips are touching it. I can almost get it. I just have to work a little harder. And you keep working hard. And if you don't get the carrot, you're so disappointed and depressed. And if you do get the carrot, it's a, it's, it could be a downer because it's like, oh, well. Now what? Now what? You know? It's not as good as I thought it was going to be, you know? (laughs) Or or whatever. And that's what happens with overachievers. They achieve, they achieve, they achieve, and they get there, and they're like, this is whatever. You know? And they always go for more. They always try to get something. More, 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 more. Everyone's reaching for nothing. Chasing nothing. Was chasing nothing. So, you know, we only get 80 years on this earth, give or take. And 
celebration is a big part of enjoying it. Celebration, childlikeness, companionship, form, the section of love, your outer life. It's not necessarily about getting married and being married for 50 years. It's not necessarily about, you know, your, your, your child snuggling with you. It's not always that. And that's what we think about when we think about love is affection. Love isn't af- necessarily affection. Mm-hmm. Affection feels good. And uh, sometimes it can be ego driven not all the time but we just have to be careful that's why we need the conscious eye going back to the meditation section and one of the first episodes of this podcast go back to the conscious eye and learn about the conscious eye the conscious eye is the parent of your system the watcher the viewer sees everything it sees without judging right it sees without judging and it needs to re- if it needs to redirect you, it redirects you. Oh, that's your ego. You acknowledge it. Okay, don't do that. <laughs> right? And we see it on social media. You see people coming out. Like their birthday is on the 23rd of the month, but they come out on the 1st like, It's my birthday month! Uh-huh, we about to get it in. It's All Libra the, season. Yeah, <laughs> when it's I Libra season. Holla, holla. Oh, my God. That's me. <laughs> and you're just letting people know. What do you, what, what? You know. <laughs> One of the best practices you can do is to hide on your birthday. Try it one year. I dare you. Just one year. <laughs> Just hide. Be around. Nobody. No phone. I'm not doing that this year. <laughs> I'm not doing next year. Hmm. I'm turning 45 this year. So if you if you try that, you know you'll see. You'll see that it's just another day. Nobody cares. People say happy birthday and they don't really care. We're all reaching for nothing. There is no legacy. There's nothing you're going to leave behind. Nobody's going to remember you 100 years from now. Nobody cares about you. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know the listeners, some listeners are like, that's so depressing. No, no, you're from the West. So you don't understand. (laughs) In the East, this is much more understood. Yeah, you have a few people that do care about you genuinely. But listen, the point of finding inner peace and getting to a high level, we'll use the word enlightenment as the highest level, it's about nothingness. It's about you being a part of the whole and dissolving into the whole. Like a wave dissolving back into the ocean (laughs) right and people that live miserable lives or they're stuck in their ego they want that stimulation they're thirsty for that stimulation they can't wait for their birthday month every year they can't wait for the bad food they can't wait 
for their favorite song to come on the radio because they want to daydream and snap their neck to it and oh living on a prayer <laughs> they just want to like live in a dream world you're not a zombie you're not a sheep like i said you're part of the whole so when you dissolve into the whole hmm. You're just one with everything. Now you start celebrating birds. <laughs> birds. Yeah. You ever bird watch? It's one of the best experiences ever. So, honestly, I'm going to tell you, my husband and I do bird watch. There you go. But, so, when we, um, like, because we don't, I, I don't know if I told you, I don't, we don't throw food away. We throw it outside. And right, so, right. We throw like like bread or whatever, something that's outside. We just throw the food outside or whatever, um, and the birds come down and the animals come to yeah. our backyard and they eat the stuff. And he'll call me and he'll be like, "Hey, there's blue jays." <laughs> 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 so then we'll go like we'll like we won't go too close to the window because they'll fly away. Yeah, yeah. So we'll go like right in the chair like and sit there and just watch them and watch like the squirrels and the chipmunks and. I don't know why we get excited about stuff like that, but we do. Like we get happy about seeing the animals gather in our backyard and right, right, and stuff. So that's celebration. Okay. I mean, what's the actual definition of celebration? You know, let's. You look. Look it up. You look because okay. I got a mic in my hand. Please. <laughs> so celebration is defined as the action of marking one's pleasure at an important event. Or occasion by engaging in enjoyable, typical social activity. Hmm. Okay. So they're defining it as a social thing mm-hmm. with people. In the inner peace practice, it could be by yourself. Like I said, the morning is the best time as a gratitude celebration of life and a new day. And then also there's with other people when you can get around like-minded people okay forget your family barbecue and forget celebrating after an accomplishment when you can get around like-minded people companions like we talked about in the last episode and that's when the vibrations go up and these people could be strangers. They could be strangers or you may have just met them last week and they've become companions. It's a beautiful thing. You feel free. Free. This could happen at a festival. This could happen at, you know, the Osho Meditation Resort is like this. It's a combination of celebration and joy and also meditation in inwardsness zen look into that and there's other places you know these are all places that you can go to and and experience this the hippies in the 60s and 70s were experimenting with all this they had the right idea but they were a lot of them were experimenting with psychedelics and they were you know free love and all that type of stuff but they had the right idea this is all part of the inner peace practice 
Celebration is part of love and having a loving life. Yes. So again, if you're just tuning in and you're listening to this episode, this is your first episode, make sure you go back. The first 10 episodes are a part of a protocol, part of a practice. And it's important that one, you memorize the nine parts and you understand them and then you practice them. And of course, this will all be in the Inner Peace book. But I'm trying to make the book short and sweet so the podcast, this podcast, will expand on it more. So, I appreciate anyone that has listened to these 10 episodes and that has really put their ear to this audio. I hope it really hit your heart and I hope it's going to help you. I know it's a lot to digest. But it's real, man. This is all ancient. I didn't invent this. I'm just the organizer of it. I've organized it in such a way that Westerners can change their life for the better and go towards inner peace. And inner peace is the step before enlightenment. If you can gain inner peace in your life, man, you're just a pin drop away. To get to the absolute, the ultimate. Try not to make it a goal. Just practice. Just practice this practice. It's the practice list practice. <laughs> right? These 10 episodes are very important. Okay? So, spread the word to anyone you think needs it. You can get rid of that depression, that anxiety, that bipolar up and down, up and down, all of that, man, life. It's not that serious. You're here for meditation. You're here for love. You're here for purification. It's your job. Okay? Thanks for listening to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese. If this episode opened your heart, feel free to share on social media and tell your loved ones. Also, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, may peace be with you.